Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Joining me back in studio are Judith and Emma for week three. Hello, ladies. Hello. Thanks so much for coming back. Of course. Good. Good. Okay, so Judith, week three, what what are we covering? Okay, week three, we're covering feeling and knowing. So remember, there's seven principles and the first one is source energy, that you're part of this massive, big, huge universal energy that's in you, works in you, for you and through you. The second principle is, what's to say, aligning with that source energy. Okay, bringing your your intentions and attention to aligning with that energy instead of going against it. And then the third principle is feeling and knowing your intuition and feeling. You have to feel into everything and your intuition is your little sat nav. You know that now, Shireen. You had an experience of that earlier on this week. Yes, yeah, so we were talking we were talking about it. It's basically you saw me hobbling into the station on my knee. Yeah. So it was coming to the end of a training session. The session went on for half an hour or more than it was meant to. And I had a feeling that I shouldn't do sparring. But I was like, it's just one round. Jump in, you know. Don't don't be a little a little baby about it. And I ended up banjaxing my knee because I didn't oh. listen to myself. Yeah. And that's what happens when you don't listen to your intuition. That's the sat nav telling mm. you all the time. You were you were tired and your body knew it was tired. And you, your intuition was telling you, no, leave it be now. But you kind of pushed it. You just pushed it. Maybe it was because, you know, that competition's coming up or something like that. And you needed to yeah. kind of put in the extra little bit instead of saying, no, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And you were saying that about um, people doing competitions as well, that they, they tend to push themselves a little mm. bit more than they would have. And they don't listen to themselves. Mm. And we, we, we generally listen to other people rather than listen to ourselves. So if we have a brilliant idea about something and then we go up to a friend of ours or whatever and say, you know, what do you think of this? I think, you know, I should go to Australia for a month here and then do that or I should open up this type of business or whatever. And the friend reacts with fear. They're reacting with their own emotions rather than giving you a clear opinion. They're going, oh, no, you couldn't do that. Or there's loads of people doing that type of business. What are you doing? What are you thinking about? And then you back off and you go, yeah, maybe that was a stupid idea. But your intuition is telling you to do it. But you're listening to somebody else's fear. So there's a little saying called the lips of wisdom are sealed except to the ears of understanding. So don't go speaking about what you have in your mind when these little intuitions come they're they're tiny little flickers of ideas and they're like it's kind of like a seed growing in the womb of your mind so to speak okay and if you tell somebody about them too quickly they don't get a chance to take you know even mm. take even think of a little seed in a garden 
you know, if you have to give that little seed a chance to grow and sprout out of the ground. Well, same as your ideas and your intuitions. And if you say them too quickly to people, they could put you off. You know, we all have experiences, you know, with our parents or our partners, you know, and they they love us and they want the best for us. But we'd go home and we'd say, oh, you know, I want to do this and or I want to buy a new car. I think we should buy a new car or, um, you know, blah, blah. And then there's uproar because they go into fear about it. Yeah. And then you're put off the idea. Right. You've said it too soon. That's all. You haven't given it a chance to percolate in the womb. And absorb nearly. Mm. Yeah. And I nearly find that about myself. So for me, like my main thing for feeling and knowing from, you know, you know, basically going to Judith over the years at the start of every year, I always write 10 things down what my goals are. And when I'm writing it, it absorbs and I feel it. And then I always reflect over every few months and do a little check and be like, oh, what, what, like, what's going on there? Feeling and knowing. And I recently did. I think I wrote the ten things down, and I only said this to Judith in January. And I revisited and I look at, I look at it. Um, it was in the back of my diary, actually, my journal every day. And it was March or April, and I'd already done a third of everything on that top ten. And I was like, oh my god! I was oh like, wow! So I think it's really good when you're writing it down, you're absorbing it in, you're taking it in, you're like. I feel I, I want to do this. And then as you check in again, you're like, I know I'm going to do this. Mm. And it's just kind of like a little cycle, like the feeling and the knowing. And it's like believing in yourself, like seeing is believing. Because if you see it, you believe it, you achieve it. And that's the way I kind of see it. So you have to really believe in it and know it's going to happen. And you can feel that in your gut as well. You know, that little butterfly feeling. You're like, you're nearly excited about the future. I'm kind of, I'm kind of nearly like at that point in my life as well, where even when Judith said, do you want to go into F104, Shireen? I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> like it was so random, but you just take these opportunities because you know it's going to open up another window to something else. And it's really exciting. It's a bit, a bit fearful, but it's it's amazing. So I think when you start getting into that little cycle of feeling and knowing, it's like the abundance and the endless amount of opportunities that can actually come in is just really, really amazing. It is amazing, actually. And you're talking about kites there. Oh, I was going to say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a big tool that you have. Um, if you it, journaling is a big tool in itself, but most people don't really know how to journal. So they feel that they have to sit down and write every day and write what they feel and, and think and what they want to happen mm. and all of that. Yes and, and no. You have to get very playful with this because part of feeling and knowing is tapping into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is about 85% of you so it's a big part of you to learn to tap into and when you kind of listen to those little little intuitions coming along you can I, I always draw them out like kites so if you can imagine standing on a on a hill on a sunny day and you have loads of strings loads millions of them of loads of kites in your hand and all of these kites are bobbing in the wind and they're all of what you want to bring into this life they're all your desires now Emma knows this because we, we do this and I do this some workshops mm. with people you know this as well that if you can th- I want you guys to do this now tonight or tomorrow get a page or your journal and draw a little figure now you don't have to be really good at drawing all you have to do is go with this just play and draw a little figure of yourself standing there with loads of different strings of kites and then mark the ones that you feel you feel are nearer to you, more achievable. And then the ones that maybe you feel are way off in the distant future, just put them in in on the page. And what you're doing, actually, first of all, is you're putting your intention and attention on what you feel is there to to bring in. I mean, you've been 
doing that for a little bit now as well Shireen haven't you I have but I actually I have a question about this because and it, it kind of goes to both of you mm. because I know what you're saying but you have to believe it and stuff like that so when I draw my kite how many times do I have to go back and look at that or think about it or is it enough to just draw us believe it in that moment and then just kind of let it happen okay when you draw a kite when you put in something like you want to change of a job or you want a new car or mm. you want whatever lover and <laughs> that's another good one in there and you, you put that in there as a kite you're what you're doing is you're actually programming your subconscious mind you're allowing your mind to think you can have it or think you can achieve it so putting it down on the paper is enough really but then you might draw kites nearer to it so say for instance it's a lover all right and you want to bring in a lover well the kite then you might draw kites that are, are nearer to you and that might be going on those dating apps or it might be just actually you know perking yourself up buying yourself something nice to to wear making yourself feel good it could be any one of those things but that the idea behind maybe going on any of those dating apps is write this now listen to this do not go on those dating apps if you are annoyed if you're upset if you're fed up if you that think they're all me. crap <laughs> <laughs> every time i'm having a bad day i just read swipe <laughs> do not do that do no. not do that that is the worst thing you can do because your vibration is low okay we're talking about energy here remember it's mm. the first principle mm. energy is the first principle your vibration is low and you're in a bad humor and you're creating a little bit of mo- negative momentum we'll do that again another day but and then you go on to these sites and of course everything is going to be awful oh he's awful oh for god's sake look there's you know what i don't even know why i'm on this and this is ridiculous and you're actually talking yourself out of it not talking yourself into it so if you're going to go on those apps i said to somebody there the other day when they came to see me and we were talking about this very same thing and her thing at the moment is she loves her garden. She says after moving into this magnificent new house that she manifested for herself. And she loves to get out in the garden. But she feels that if she doesn't go on the dating apps every night that, you know, she's she's not, you know, pulling in her kite as such, you know. So I said, that's OK. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because if it gets too tight and it seems like hard work, well, then it's working against you, not it's for like you. She's forcing it. Or something, she's forcing it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I said to her. What you do is you go out in your garden, first of all, and and literally allow yourself because the garden is a big tool and it's a semi meditative place. And they said, go out in your garden, first of all, and play in your garden (laughs) and then come in when you're a little bit refreshed, when you're a little Mm. bit in a happier humor and then sit down and go on those sites. But don't go on them when you're kind of blue in the face and you feel you're awful and nobody loves you because you're only going to prove that to yourself then. It's like what I say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you do nearly like, and I know even from me, like over the years with like, you know, seeing Judith as well, I know I'm a very emotional person and I, you know, I say it as it is. And over the years and as I've grown older as well, I was very reactive, very like, you know, you know, straight to the point as well. But sometimes as I've grown older and, you know, like going to Judith as well, I just kind of go, okay, how, how do I feel now? Okay. I don't feel too good right I'm not going to say that or I'll just wait a few minutes and then I'll see how I feel if I want to say that you know what I mean you kind of really do have to check yourself because you know you're like like there's a there's a saying as well that it says isn't it you'll never you won't remember the person but you'll always remember the words and words can hurt and no matter what it is or whatever it is like a reaction you kind of just need to check yourself before you wreck yourself yeah. basically like and I have learned that over the years and it, it, it does work and it does you justice you just have to kind of take a little back seat and then you can approach it 
I, I, the other day, I'll give you a little example of feeling, right, and, and intuition. I wanted to speak to somebody there the other day about some particular thing that I knew he was worried about. And um, he's a businessman and he clicks into me regularly for, mm-hmm. for a little bit of advice and whatever. And I, I was feeling into him. My intuition was telling me I needed to ring him. I needed to talk to him about a particular thing. So I tried him a couple of times during that day and I, I couldn't get him. So I thought, okay, I'll leave it till tomorrow. But my, the feeling in me was, oh, gee, I really wanted to speak to him today about that particular thing. He's he's landing a big kite, big business guy and landing this massive kite. So I thought to myself, anyway, I had a few business meetings and I went off up to the park that evening for a walk with the dog and my friend. And on the way back, the dog was in the back of the car. On the way back, I needed, a do- I needed dog food, right? Now, I always listen to my intuition, no matter how small or seemingly insignificant they are. So I thought to myself, I was passing little and I thought, do I do I feel like stopping in little? And I always put my hand on my heart and I say to myself, do you want to stop there? I was like, no, no, not this hour of the night. So I thought, OK, OK, do you want to stop in the village, in the centre in the village and get the dog food in the village? No, no, don't want to do that either. And then I thought... Do you want to stop in the garage across the way from the house? Do you want to go in there? Yeah. How does that feel? Yeah. Yeah. That feels okay. Yeah. So on my way in. Now I know this sounds mad, but actually it's I'm learning to always listen, no matter how small. So I stopped off in the garage and as I was pulling into the garage, the guy who I wanted to talk to, who doesn't live in the area at all, was pulling in at the same time as I was pulling in and he rolled down his window. (laughs) <laughs> he was parking and going, you're the very woman I want to speak to. And I said, you're the oh very man. And I just started to laugh because it's these, there's no coincidence in life. Mm-hmm. Carl Jung um, said there are uh, synchronicities. Synchronicities are for those with the eyes to see. Okay, mm. so you have to look out for these little things. But then you have to be brave enough, as I'm, Emma was saying, you know, sometimes fear can stop. You have to be brave enough to step through and follow these little lights that are lighting up in your path. But I think sometimes, like sometimes I know with me, like I'll get a feeling like, like that, like, oh, maybe I got this shop over that shop. But then your logic kicks in. And I'm like, Shereen, you sound like a crazy woman. Just go to the shop. So yeah. it's, it's like what you're saying. It's, yeah. it's like you talk yourself out of it out a lot of, of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably find that as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's like when I get up in the morning as well, like you have your routine and I do kind of tap in going, how am I feeling? Like, t- like, for instance, today I woke up. I was so not in the mood. I went to personal training. My eyes were like slits, hay fever. I felt and like my stomach everything I just was like I'm so not in the mood I walked in I was like I'm in a bad mood but I went with it and I recognised it and had a bit of a whinge and then I was like that's out of my system now I've had a release and yeah gonna take the day and whatever I'm in a good mood now (laughs) you just have to feel it I was like I feel a bit crap I'm gonna ride the wave I'm gonna let it out let off steam so this goes into the ebb and the flow (laughs) and like and I learned this as well after you did so I always was like you know some people and you know we all keep it in we're all corporates of just keeping it in you're like no I'm having a bad day I'm just gonna keep it in sometimes like just have a cry let it out like I felt great after it because like you just need to let it go because I know an analogy that Judith says is the dam mm-hmm. you know you know the what did you say oh the yeah beavers in the dam <laughs> oh. the yeah, no in America years ago <laughs> yeah she listens <laughs> in America years ago they used to um, knock down the big trees and send them to the ri- to, to the mill down the rivers right and if 20 miles down the river the trees all got blocked it was going to block everything all the way right the way up so you have to go 20 miles down the river and unblock that and then everything starts to un- 
to flow, basically. But what you were talking about uh, um, as well is that you acknowledged, right? Mm-hmm. You you acknowledge how you feel. You don't ignore it. You go, right, I'm in a bad humor. OK, that's all right. I'm allowed to be in a bad humor. Why am I in a bad humor? OK, it's because blah, blah, blah. That's fine. That's OK. Now, how can I move myself out of this? What tool can I use to move myself out of this? Now, Again, going back over the last three weeks, the f- the first tool in your toolbox to connect you with this big mass of energy is meditation. Mm-hmm. The second tool in your toolbox to co- uh, to connect you and to align you with this um big big energy is visualization. Okay, and the third tool in your toolbox now for feeling and knowing is firstly listen to your intuition and act on them. But the second tool then is also journaling and your kites, your kites. So if you want to know more about the the kites there are they are in my book the source or if you want to uh, listen to those visualizations they're on the website as well 100 percent. and if you missed any of the last three weeks you can also head over to f104 www.f104.e for slash sunday night live or else spotify and itunes and ladies would you like to give out your social media handles so you can follow me on instagram at emma kyo k-e-h-o-e and judith you can follow me on Judith underscore MacAdam or you can get the visualizations on www.judithmacadam.com. Amazing. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.